Hey, dear Tyler, good morning. And how are you doing? I hope you're good. I hope you're fine. I hope your week has been great. Gradually rounding up the month and um, it's been it's been a great great six months so far. Thank God for everything that has happened. Thank God for strength. Thank God for growth. Yeah, detail is really, really growing. And I'm super excited. Um, so I have like two quick announcements. Three rather, right? So number one, something regular I've been doing. Um, I really want you guys to, you know, connect with the platform Jalof Radio. They've been an amazing platform, really, really helping. Dear Tyler and a host of other podcasts. Um, like I said, it's very, it's a very tough market to break into. And the introduction has really, really helped us, right? Um, a lot of people have heard about Dear Tyler, have connected, and it's been amazing. So as you guys listen to Dear Tyler, I would love you all to support them. You know, check out their platform, whether you use Android or if you use Apple, they've got an app for you. And it's not just like a podcast app. It's also a radio app. So you can listen to radio, you know. They have various um, stations with various, you know, radio, I mean, music stations. And also, there's like a whole package for you there. So check out Chaloff Radio. Number two is uh, I created a podcast course. A podcast course and it's um, five it's a five part like a five video course right so I show you how to you know start up a podcast and certain things that you would need in order to at least uh, begin you understand the things that you should watch out for or you should take note of so it's available and it's it just goes to three thousand there. I think it's less than four dollars, if I'm not mistaken. It should be less than four dollars. So um, there is you can check Dear Tyler on Instagram, right? There's a page uh, where you can also get the course and everything. Um, so yeah, please and please, it would be very nice if you subscribe or did i say subscribe if you purchase the cost it's very very um affordable and you're guaranteed one week mentorship right so for a week i'll be taking you through the whole process and also answering your questions when they do come up right so uh please subscribe right please purchase please purchase then finally in two days' time, that's on Thursday, Dear Tyler will be two years old. Dear Tyler will be two years old. And I'm truly grateful. I don't have anything planned. I don't have anything planned. But if a plan does come up, I will... Um, I will I will do something. But if, if, if not, we'll push it to another time. But Dear Tyler will be two by... Thursday, that's July 29th. That's when we officially started Dear Tyler. So I'm just excited. I thought I should just get that um, across to you. And so because of the, you know, 
two-year celebration, the whole anniversary thing, uh, it inspired me to do this particular episode. I believe there would be an episode on that day. Um, something absolutely different, but uh, today's episode is Tell Me Why. So there's this song that we I grew up listening to, or I listened to while growing up from this group, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys, Gen Z will not know them. I remember how my older sister used to craze about one particular guy in the group. I think it's Harry D. So whenever he comes up, like whenever they show him on the you know video, she'll be like, oh my God, Harry D. I know back then we didn't have camera phones. Um, and so you would have to go to like a magazine and then cut out like their pictures, so she had his pictures, always fantasizing about him, how they would get married, how they would have kids. You know, all those funny fantasies that we, that uh, young people have. But they had this song, um, the title of the song is I Want It That Way. So it's, there's a part of the song that says, Tell me why ain't nothing but a heartbreak. Tell me why he ain't nothing but a mistake. Tell me why I never want to hear you say, I want it that way. Right, so, um, I just cropped out that tell me why part to be the theme of today's um, discussion. So, over the past few weeks, a lot has been happening to me and around me and there was a period of time you know just in my in the quietness of my soul quietness of my spirit I was just you know connect you know connecting with God and he asked me a question and he asked me he said Pinga why do you do the things that you do like really why there's this meme that has been spreading. I think it's a meme of Jerry. And so somebody will be like, they'll say something, and then another person will respond, and they'll be like, oh yeah, you don't catch me. Right? Uh, for those of us that are not Nigerians, uh, Oya is like, Oya can mean many things, though. I agree. Yes, Oya, like, I agree. Yeah, you don't catch me, so you've caught me also. But, um, Let's see. So I think there was one in particular that was extremely funny where um, the person is like, Father, Lord God, I thank you for all that you've done for me. You are the land of the tribe of Judah, the this and that. And then God is like, your money has finished, right? And then the response is like, eh, yes, Lord, you don't catch me or something like that. And I find it very hilarious because it's actually a funny thing, but it's... It's a very, it's something that we should also take seriously. And God had to ask me, Pinka, why did you do the things that you do? You can give me face value reasons. And you could be like, Lord, you know, I'm doing this because I love you. And I want people to be blessed. And I want this and I want that. You know, it's easy for the tongue to say what the heart does not feel. It's very, very easy to say that. And for some reason, because you want to look... Um, you want to give an impression of 
commitment, right? So why do you do the sacrifices that you do? Oh, I do it because um, I want to be seen as faithful. I don't want the work to die or, you know, to all of that. And I think along the line, remember I told you that everything about Dear Tyler is about being as vulnerable as I can. As vulnerable as I can. And over time I found out that my motives, they started well, but somehow deviated and shifted towards something else. That it became an absolutely different pursuit for me. So, and how God revealed this to me was, he took me back to my my early days in Zaya when I got born again. Um, back then, there wasn't a need for a lot of things. You know, this whole concept of ministry, this whole concept of um, being recognized, being honored, and all of that. It, it really wasn't it. I remember when I got born again, it was the joy there was just this thing that David writes in scripture the joy of salvation I think that's what just engulfed me I was just so excited being born again and the reality that I could relate with God and have a relationship with him was 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 more than enough to satisfy me and so I would I would run down to the chapel you know, just to have, just to have moments alone with God. I'd carry my Bible, I'd carry a book, and I would read Scripture, and He would just, you know, open up Scripture to me, and it was just, you know, so mind blowing. It was just so beautiful. I was, you know, I would, I would scream at the thoughts and revelation that the Lord dropped into my heart, you know, and then I would now worship then. I didn't even have a guitar, so I could worship for hours just singing in quote a cappella and just enjoy his presence. I didn't have a phone that could play songs, but I could dwell. It was just a beautiful encounter. And I remember those periods where when God blessed me with a guitar. Right now, as I'm talking to you, I'm looking at the guitar, Ruby, and I would, you know, just spend hours in his presence and write four songs a day. You know, it was just beautiful. It was that was just the fun part of it. You know, it was it was just enjoying the presence of God. And I remember the the miracles that I had seen God work through my hands. Those days. It was like, okay, I would go through scripture and it would be like, you know, Mark eleven. Or Mark 16 says, These signs shall follow them that believe. And I'm like, Really? These signs shall follow them that believe. And I'm like, Okay, Lord, your word said this. Okay, let's try it out. And I would literally, you know, walk on the streets of Zaria and see sick people and be like, Can I pray for you? Or would you, you know, and for some, they got healed. For some, they didn't get healed. It was, but it was just an explosive encounter. And, you know, I started getting calls for ministrations and I remember one ministration that I had I had choir rehearsals but we were praying so I told them that when it's time for my um, session please call me 
and I went, I did this when it was time for us, because we were praying, uh, doing choir rehearsals, and then I was, you know, doing the prayer, then not to be giving guys your time. I went with Ruby and my muffler. I went, I sang my song. I made one out when I went back straight to prayer after rehearsal. I spent time with God. I remember I spent five Christmases in Zaria as a student. As in, I had five Christmases as a, as a student in Zaria. I spent four of them in school, you know, doing retreat, pursuing God. Then ministry happened. It was about having the latest song, you know, that people would sing on campus or people would sing around. I wanted people to recognize the gift and calling and grace of God upon my life, you know. Um, I wanted people to value the things that I was doing. Oh, my sacrifice, my input, you know, all of those things. I wanted recognition. Um, oh, I've been here for such a long time. Recognize me. Um, celebrate me. This is me being absolutely honest. And I was hoping that um, somehow, somehow I would grow into um, a household name in as much as I'm a very reserved person and I don't like taking pictures. There is this sense of fulfillment you get when... Um, you're into ministry of some sort and you get to see your face on posters or people post you on their status um, celebrating you and saying, oh, thank you, Uncle Bings or Sabinga for this and that. It's, I will not lie and tell you that I don't have any feeling. It's nice. It's very comforting. There's this affirmation. That, um, there's this stuff that we feel when it happens. And I realized that, that sometimes it became the pursuit. Oh, like I could sit down with the guitar and I would play and I'd be like, Lord, give me a new song. Lord, give me a new song. And the reason behind me getting a new song was not necessarily for people to be blessed, but I just wanted something that would give me visibility, would give me, um, would make me known. Something that I could, um, Attach, you know, have an attachment to be like, ah, Binga, you are the one that did this. Do you understand? And God had to ask me, Binga, why did you do dear Tyler? Because if the reason for doing dear Tyler is pure, that should motivate you enough to do it. He said, remember way back when you're in Zaire, when your heart and your intentions were just to love me purely, there was no struggle you could fast for days, you could pray for hours, you could study for hours, and you never felt like you were at a loss. But the moment you felt like, um, the moment your motive changed, and there was this agenda that you had, it became a struggle, because you could carry the guitar, you'd play, and the songs would not come, and you'd be frustrated, and, you know, God just asked me, Bengale, doesn't my presence satisfy you anymore? I know that the scripture says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and all other things will be added unto you. Um, has the all other things that I added taken you away from me? It's... um. 
it's a very humbling thing that I'm seeing. But God asked me and said, Pinga, tell me why you do the things you do. And when you are honest with answering these questions, you would know why you are motivated some days and not motivated the other days. And so it's like a real realignment for me. You know, I feel all these things are leading up to the fact that Dear Tyler is um, celebrating its two-year anniversary by Thursday. And for me, generally, as a person, I think God just really wants to help me. And I feel in extension, he wants to help you that is listening. Why do you do the things that you do? If the rewards don't come, will doing it still satisfy you? I, we had a meeting with the um, music team and you know we spoke about a particular song, um, You Covered Me, and said, I don't want to sing the latest song. I don't want to percolate the pr- crowd. I just want to make you proud. It's, um, and you know, we delved deep, <clears throat> pardon me, we delved deep into that song. Like we went deep, deep, deep into the song. And uh, it was, I think it was a very eye-opening moment for us because we were able to to see certain parts of our lives where we had left it open to pursuing our own agenda. We came with a pure heart and somehow our agenda changed. And so I'm asking you this question, Tyler. Tell me why you do the things you do. Why do you give? Is it out of revelation? Is it out of compulsion? Or is it that you want to be seen like the Pharisees, you know, carrying their big bags of money and dropping it? Why do you pray? Why do you post what you post? I know somebody will be like, ah, Binga, you're making a big deal out of it. I think it's important to make a big deal out of it. Why do you publicly show some certain things? What's the reason behind it? the reason behind it. I learned something very powerful from Bill Johnson and he said that there are a lot of people that are afraid of praying for God's hand. Right? And he said, Father, I seek your face. And he said that if you can find the face of God, his hand isn't far away. Now, what he said there really touched me in the sense that it's okay to want um, God but also understand that in God in seeking God you, you, you also encounter his abilities do you understand so there's no need to create a form of sense, false a sense of false humility before God I would never forget the day that I was praying you know I, I, I love these sessions that I have where I open up and I speak because 
Um, their title is not scripted. I don't have a script I work with. And so most of the times when I speak, God just refers me back to a lot of things. And this is one of them that he referred me to. That I went to meet him in prayer one day. And I was praying. He stopped me and said, Binga, how are you? And I said, um, Lord, I'm fine. He said, no, Binga, tell me how you are. I was like, Lord, I'm, I'm really good. He said, Binga, tell me the truth. He said, you, and, and I really hope you understand this in context. I'll try my best to explain it. That you say, express faith, right, to your circumstance. Express truth to me. If you are hurt and God is asking you, what is the problem? Tell him, Lord, I am hurt. Meeting God when you're sick and saying, I am um, the healed of the Lord. It's when he asks you that question. I don't think it's right. And I really hope you understand me. So I'm not saying that faith declarations are wrong or all of that. The woman with the issue of blood ran to Jesus because she knew she had an issue. The centurion met Jesus because he knew he had an issue. Master, come and heal. I, I have a problem. So come and heal my servant. Jesus wanted to come. I was like, no, you don't have to just speak. And that was the expression of faith. Like, Lord, I know you don't have to be present, physically present in my situation or around the issue. Just speak. I know your words carry power. But I'm coming, God asked. Jesus meets the man at the um, pool of Bethesda. And he says, what would you want me to do? Or what do you need? He meets the, uh, I think the blind man or the man that had leprosy. He said, what do you want? He said, I want to be made whole. If you will, you make me whole. And the Lord said, I will. I have to get to the point where we can be completely honest before God. Completely, completely honest before God. And so God reached out to me, told me, said, Binga, remember, be honest before me. What is really bothering you? There is no honor in false humility. And if God needs to prune your heart and to realign your motives, then give him full space. Give him full space. If the world never celebrates you, would you still be satisfied that you pleased God? Will that be a reward enough for you? You see, our motives determine a lot of things, especially in God's kingdom and especially in life. You can almost equate dissatisfaction or um, that lack of motivation to altered motives. 
So once again, dear Tyler, I'm asking you, tell me why you do the things that you do. Tell me why you sing. Tell me why you write. Tell me why you pray. Tell me why you seek God. Tell me why you love people. Tell me why you give. It's very important, Tyler. And especially when it comes to the things of God, it's very important. It's been a humbling experience because, you know, it's... When people look at me, they're like, Oh, Binga is so humble. Binga is so, you know, has a pure heart or a good heart and all. I know what I battle with between me and God. You know, me and God know what we go through daily. And I want to move to a point that it is not just my tongue that speaks, but my heart will also be able to testify without my tongue speaking. Father, we pray that you truly help us to have a pure heart. Just like your word says, that blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. That those who have a pure heart before you are the ones that see you consistently. Help, O God, that our motives to be aligned with a purpose that is eternal and not just something that is self-centered. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so I hope that this episode really blessed you. I really, really hope that it blessed you. And um, please do well to share this episode with others and keep on praying for dear Tyler and share, you know, the message of dear Tyler with others, with as many people as you can, right? So this is me signing out, Tyler. Remember that I love you. I believe in you. And I'm always rooting for you. Take care. Bye.